0: here we are episode one of systemic uh, systemically distorted communication i've got spencer Fiskin here spencer but he's so red and nervous
1: oh i love it <laughs> you're so red oh my god you're sweating oh my god he's ready to podcast
0: okay. all <laughs> right so why don't you introduce yourself
1: Yeah, my name is Spencer Fiskin. I am a expert digital marketer, and I definitely dabble in politics. I know this is the subject that we're going to be going on. Um, Yeah, I'm a digital nomad. I I travel around the world, pretty much. I love it. It's basically my life and my hobby, I guess. Um, And yeah, I've been friends with Brent for since when 2015 or something like that
0: Asterix on the friend
1: <laughs> and uh yeah now he's doing this podcast and i definitely have a lot of insight because he is probably not going to know or suspect the opinions i have on this show
0: oh really okay uh sorry i just had a microphone problem that i haven't had before all right hmm, you're fine so you scammed me basically So I think I know what you're going to say, but really, you're going to say all the opposite things. So we get in a fight? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Okay. Uh, All right. Before we get into it, when was the last time you traveled, though? Uh, I went to Turkey about a month and a half ago. How did you go there with all the COVID restrictions?
1: There are, I want to say, 20 countries you can still go to without any issues. Uh, I went to Mexico a couple months before then. And there are certain countries that just don't give a crap. They just say you have to fill out like a medical screening thing, which is so funny because you think it's so complicated when you actually go to the country. You're like, oh, shoot, are they going to have like a doctor like physically examine me? You're trying to like hold in your breath and not cough or anything, you know, just like with the normal cough, not even like a COVID cough or anything. And so I go to Turkey and um, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit just because I speak um, a decent amount of Russian. And I thought Turkey close to Russia, a lot of Russian travelers are going to be able to speak Russian. None of them spoke, spoke, Russian. And so I'm just like, crap. So I'm just like walking through and they literally hand you this like three question form saying, uh, do you have uh, any symptoms? Do you have this? And do you have that? And I just filled it out. Like I literally could have every disease in the book. I could have the bubonic plague, plague, And I could walk through just fine. So a lot of their security is a joke. Now, there are some countries where you have to quarantine for two weeks, then you can travel freely, which is dumb. Because if you're just going to go travel and vacation for like, Two and a half weeks, three weeks—you uh, know—a third, uh, well over half of it is just basically cut off by just is forcing to stay inside. But I've done a lot of research too, and a lot, and they're supposed to check up on you. Apparently, no country checks up on you, so people just like land, and they risk paying the fine, which is only like fifty bucks. So, so like if I get caught, you know, fifty bucks, uh, I could pay that. So they just go ahead and do it. So you could just Google where can U.S. citizens travel right now. And it will give you a full list of where you can go. You'd be surprised at the countries you can go to. Not really anywhere in like the United Nations, Europe. Um, it's like a few places in Africa, uh, all the Caribbean, South America, Turkey, uh, like Bulgaria. I, I, um, I can't even think the there, there's there's about 20 to 30 of them that you go to. So it's not that complicated.
0: That kind of sounds similar to Macau. When I go to any government property or uh, some of the casinos, you go in there and you have this little thing fill out on your phone when it says, do you have any symptoms of blah, 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 blah. You just click. Yeah, it's it. just like that. It's, it's like there's really no check. And then you they have your address, but no one ever checks up on anything. So it's a bit strange why we need the to weird The weird
1: thing is... The weird thing that I noticed about going to Mexico is there was a woman that like held up a piece of picture with a QR scanner and she's like, take a picture of this. And I guess it was supposed to track you. So I just pretended to take a picture and I just kept walking. (laughs) She's like, okay, thank you. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. That was easy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, Actually, I I won't say this. I was going to tell a story about my school, but I'll just leave that out. Um, (laughs) Okay, so let's get into it, I guess. The big thing that just happened this last week was the impeachment trial. Just kind of give your opinion on, you know, what do you think about it? How did you feel about the outcome, the purpose of it? You know, just any thoughts you have about it? I mean, generally speaking, I just
1: think it's a waste of time and taxpayers' time because I feel like all presidents should be impeached anyways. So I believe all... uh, any person that is within power, that feels like they can legislate someone, well, obviously, Congress, the Senate, that, that kind of goes through all the laws and stuff like that. But the things that they do that impact normals, people's lives when it comes to economy, business, trade, and everything else, I feel like is like morally reprehensible. And I think that it doesn't matter if you're, if, if it's Republican or a, de- a Democrat, I, I feel like, um, it, they, they just deserve nothing but the worst because I, there's no president ever, maybe, you know, back then or something like that, they gave just full freedom to the people and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat anymore, you're just creeping towards a, uh kind of totalitarian type of government, just bad, but it, it was a waste of time. I mean, I would say if if the Senate really actually cared about the people, they, especially the Democrats in this case, um, I think they would have been focusing more on legislation and focusing their time and efforts. It's a PR stunt. I mean, that's all it was.
0: Yeah, it does seem a bit strange that you have a president that's already out and you want to go through this process where given given I mean, the
1: argument it did happen while he was president technically but but again i think it's a waste of time i think even let's just say if if their argument was right when it came to a lot of things i feel like it, 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 a lot of these politicians are so dumb if they actually gave a crap about the people and actually showed with some like hard physical evidence that they actually have been spending their time doing it, I feel like it would sway a lot more voters than just doing this impeachment thing. They're, they're kind of going on this anger and fear and and just kind of the emotional route, which I don't like.
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of them are not there for the people. It's actually lifetime politicians that become rich playing that political game. Mm-hmm. So it, you end up with situations like this where there's a lot of grandstanding To say, oh, well, Mm -hmm. we stood for this, but realistically, they know where it's going to end up. And it's just kind of uh, ends up being a a big waste of time. Mm -hmm. You did say something. You said all presidents should be impeached. You kind of explained that after. But can you kind of explain a little bit more of what you mean? I think what you meant by that is basically there's corruption in every presidency and there's not really one person that. That.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, oh, I, go, I mean, going back from George Bush, Obama, the drones, the Patriot Act, spying on American citizens, everything else, I, I think it's just they're, they're all evil. I mean, you sure you could nitpick some of the good things and the policies that you believe. But I just, again, I don't think having this top down governmental structure, where you have, you know, you have, I don't feel like your neighbor should should govern the life of you i don't think in and it's just becoming this majority rule vote and i think it's it's just immoral to do that and so if let's just say you know there's only so many things a president president can do but when you're pushing billions of dollars trillions of dollars towards taxpayers money that you know i feel like it's just in some ways a form of theft and 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 i feel like if there's any any sign of that from any president they they should just be removed and it seems like it, you let's just say we're throwing billions of dollars to countries that that would chop our heads off essentially the hope that the uh, the american government just disappeared or just even the government citizens or even if it's based on religion or whatever else. Why are we paying for that? Why are we paying for shitty programs that never work out? Why are we funding institutions that we feel like are corrupt on both sides? So I'm not talking about like Republicans or Democrats. There's a lot of the things that Republicans uh, try to put their funding towards that Democrats, hey, why would you want to vote for these people? Why would you want them r- running your lives? Now, I mean, for me, I just don't care. I, I kind of sit by the sidelines and I just like laugh about it and stuff like that. But I feel like in some aspects, Republican or in a lot of, most aspects, Republicans and Democrats are both creeping towards this somewhat dictatorship. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but they're just both moving very far left. And it's just, be. I mean, You want to talk about the land of the free. I mean, gun rights, I mean, is a big one. Um, Taxation, I mean, is a big one. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, you pay more in taxes and stuff like that. It burdens businesses that have barely any profit margins. I mean, I'm paying a lot as a business owner and I don't make a lot of money. A lot of your viewers probably make more money than I do. I'm more free when it comes to the decisions I can make within a company, I could decide my own hours, but it is a form of theft knowing that I could be making, I could be buying a car, making car payments, buying better health insurance since I'm a diabetic, a lot of these things. And it, and it starts from the top. I know it goes down to the state and goes to the locality of things, but I just think that uh, there will probably never be a president in our lifetime. Hopefully. I mean, that will, that will, just take away all the spending and all these regulations that don't make sense and just leave it more towards the states or more the people. I mean, at least in states, you could you could move around. If you don't like the politics in Washington, you can move down to Texas. Or if you don't like Texas, you could move down to, over to California. I mean, it doesn't matter. But it just seems like when you have a president win, they don't win just the executive. They have all the chairs and the departments of whatever it is. And, you know, the Department of Education, you know, that was made in what the 1980s or something like that, late 70s, 80s. Um, there was no Department of Education when my dad was in school. I think it just started maybe when he was like going on graduation or something like that, or like maybe in a sophomore year or something. But there was no Department of Education. And we were learning Latin and writing in cursive. Now we're teaching seniors third grade math. That's a failed program. Why? Why do I, I just? I just believe the whole system is corrupt. And to anybody think that Republicans are on the the people's side is a joke, and it's just a facade. You want to talk about grandstanding? If if there was an AOC that was right-wing as well, they would be talking about more government programs and more taxpayer dollars going to things that don't work. Okay. It's just pure and simple.
0: So I, that kind of opens the door to like... It, I, I definitely agree with you that it, there's stuff going on in both sides, but, y- you know... I suppose before Trump, I didn't pay a lot of attention. I, I think it was the, around probably yeah, 2000, most didn't. 2015 when I started paying attention. I think that's a mix of my, my age as well as you know, it just started blowing up in the media.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you mentioned you know, that it's, only, it's not necessarily only on one side, both sides. I would agree with that. But I, it feels to me like it's just so much more egregious right now on the left than the right. And I feel like there's a lot of AOC that the squad type uh, mm-hmm. of politicians that, <sighs> I don't know if you can say that they don't know what they're talking about or if they're purposely lying or if they're not informed on, you know, outside of their, their bubble. I, I don't know what it is, but can you look at people on the right that hold the same extreme views that are leaders of the party that, that you think haven't. An- that are
1: just so like torn from reality
0: is what you're saying. See people on the left. It's so far. You're saying that both parties are moving so far left. I don't necessarily agree. So for me, you know, full disclosure, I would say that I'm uh, uh, probably a leaning right libertarian. Now, if you ask somebody on the left where I'm at, I'm basically a far right extremist just because i Mm -hmm. what i think are logical positions that are open to debate i i I want to debate Mm -hmm. these issues that they're saying oh this is common sense and human right issues that i i don't think are i think we need to talk about them but my desire to talk about them means i must be far right and i must be racist
1: because because we've just learned, even with the COVID-19 response, that society, American society, excuse me, but I feel like society just in general, would rather be safe than free. And they are somewhat, I feel like, in parts, uh, more dominant in the political sphere than they are on the right. Most conservatives and most people that are free just want to be left alone and focus on their own business. They don't have time for politics. They just shift their lifestyle when the politics come at them but the, but when it comes to a lot of the people on the left that's what they have that's what they that what they're what they're striving for communists are more are, are more motivated than nazis i'll tell you that
0: hmm. that's interesting um so if you had to break it down though
1: um And I'm not saying everybody on the left and right are Nazis and communists. I'm just saying
0: that. I understand what you mean. And I I think actually that's like something that the right does a lot as well as the left. You know, the left will say, oh, these people are Nazis. And the right will say, oh, these people are socialists. Just because somebody, you know, you can say, oh, well, white supremacists. Why why would white supremacists vote for Trump? There's a reason for that. Well, there's two parties to pick from. And they're going to go against this party. So, of course, anyone on the right, they're going to go with. That doesn't mean the person on the right is also a white supremacist or a Nazi.
1: Well, when you create policies that favor black people over the general public, of course, you're going to create more white supremacists. It's very simple. You're creating racism with racist policies, affirmative action. If, 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 if me and a black person worked equally just as hard, and you're telling me that just because he is black, he deserves more of it than I do. That is going to make me start thinking things that are not positive positive. It's very simple. Yeah, it seems if it's for if it's for an Asian or it's for for anybody else, just because I was born with this and I've been trying very hard, but they get a handicap because of of their sexuality and their race and everything else. I'm sorry. That's going to make me despise you. and make me lean towards the other direction. Again, I'm not in towards that direction at all, but I'm saying it's going in a general sense. There will be people that think like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so yeah. if he it, 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 maybe it might be a political strategy div- dividing and conquering they push for those policies knowing that the that you know the voter base is white and male and they they create policies that turn them angry and then they turn towards more of those very far right views and then they start, start pointing them out be, be like that's your party of Nazis they're growing the cancer within the opposite side it's smart I mean, I see it as a marketer. I, it's it's a very smart thing. It's a very immoral thing that what they're doing, but it's smart.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of the root of, you know, why I started doing this, the the systemically distorted communication. When you tell someone something is fact for long enough, it becomes truth, you know, similar to the mm-hmm. lie. Which, you know, we might get in a little bit today, but I know I'll definitely talk about later is the lie that America is systemically racist. Police are systemically racist. They're targeting the African community. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know this lie that's been going on for so long that has zero i mean there, there i'm not going to say zero there is statistical evidence that you can point to but it's not first level you have to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and so if you go down first level keep going 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 why did this happen okay well why did that happen why did this happen and you get down to the root of the problem you'll start seeing well this has nothing to do with racism this has more to do with government policy that fails Mm -hmm. you start coming to, and this
1: is the outcome this is the fallout
0: Yeah, so you have these programs that are designed to fix uh, discrimination or inequality, and it turns out having these racist results are what they will say is racist because of a systemically Mm -hmm. racist system, when in reality, this system wouldn't exist if the government hadn't interfered and forced policy onto the American people to begin with. Mm -hmm. Uh, And obviously, we're being vague here, because we don't have time to get into that. I know you've got a time schedule to get through, but... Yeah, you're fine. um,
1: Keep going. I'll, I'll I'll give you a heads up.
0: So, uh, I mean, you mentioned something a while ago that I just want wanted to touch on before we get into this other part. But uh, you said something about its majority rule, and that is one thing that I found that has really changed with the Democratic Party. It it seemed like the Democrats, I bet 10 years ago, I probably would have been more considered a far left based on my view, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you would too. I think we're both liberal people with Oh, I was a very
1: socialist person when I was young. Free school, free Medicare, free everything. I think I and the wars, to everything you about
0: Bernie Sanders in college, and you were very supportive of him, I think, if I'm remembering right, or was that something um
1: of- getting it around that time? I don't think I was, but I was definitely a fan of pretty much anybody left. And uh I'm trying to think of someone back then who was prominent prominent. I was a big fan of you know Clinton. You know, um, I, and yeah, he wasn't even really a far left person as well, but I just kind of followed the democratic, um, um, kind of mainstream people and stuff like that. And so everything I saw that was like pro Democrat, I was just like, you know, yeah, but then, um, I, I understand their side and I think what's good is going from one side to another. So you at least understand their argument. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, But in 2013, 14, I was starting to question things a little bit more. So I don't think I was on a Bernie
0: Sanders train. Okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you said something about majority rule, though. And this is kind Mm -hmm. of what I was getting to with the Democrats. It seems like they used to support like, uh, like advantage for the minority. But it seems like at this point, the tide has completely turned. And it's, if you don't agree with this thing that most people agree with, you're an enemy. So, for example, you have like social justice rule. Instead of having justice, you have social justice. And I think that whenever Mm -hmm. you put a modifier in front of a word, this is no longer justice. So anything justice, Mm -hmm. trans justice, uh, white justice, black justice, anything, you just have Mm -hmm. justice or it's not justice. What, Mm -hmm. What about the... Democratic Party compared to the Republican Party when it comes to this like this drive of social justice being considered justice when to me I think this is actually mob rule and you have people attacking people uh, at the the first light of anything happening without evidence what, what do you think about that? Well I think it kind of has
1: stemmed from uh, social media I feel like social media is probably one of the big things that have emboldened these very far left views because uh, you know i saw it really early like even before facebook from what i remember i remember there was a thing called exanga and um even my yeah (laughs) exanga it was just something uh, like 2000 or something like that now this is right before my space kind of blew up i I start seeing it a lot more in in these and this is kind of where the bubble is where um a lot of these people and i'm not saying everybody that hold these like beliefs very strongly without questioning it are probably some very lonely people and they have grown more in a community and they kind of were these like probably rejects that created their own crew and then followed this ideology. And it's kind of since politics and marketing are, you know, hand in hand when it comes to social media, I feel like a lot of these politicians and a lot of these people that strongly believe in it or don't even it be- didn't even believe in it and then moved into like growing their campaign, seeing that there is such a big demand for all of these trans justice and blah 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 and all that stuff. Um, I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like they're being swayed because of social, political or um, posts and groups and things like that. And um, I think what's really funny is, and uh, when a lot of them actually saw reality, it's funny seeing some clips from like the riots, the Antifa, kind of left riots. When even even when it came to some of the far right riots and stuff, Antifa st- doesn't exist.
0: It's not a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. But when um they uh were faced with actual police officers, you know, throwing gas on them, um, shooting at them, and whatever it was you see a lot of reaction in those people's faces saying, what did I do wrong? And I just don't think that they have had enough, uh, you know, real life experiences to know how the real world is because they've been stuck behind the computer. I mean, it's, it stems from just the addiction of social media and online as well. Right. I'm a digital marketer. I, I I know this stuff and and and, it, and I kind of get caught in it sometimes. And I need to you know, get myself out of it by keeping pr- myself productive on real world things and stuff. But um, you know, a lot of what these people preach and see, you know, on the left and right, but I feel like it's definitely some of the really wacky stuff on the left. It's just, uh, I think they're just stuck on the computer. You know, they, they keep telling them they have people telling themselves the right all the time. And I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to break out of it. You can't force someone out of the house and go take a hike or anything like that, but it could be maybe bad parenting. It could be depression, bad lifestyle, drugs, you know, there's a lot of factors that come into it and stuff. So it's hard to say how it all stems, but um, you know, being locked in with COVID-19, I mean, we're stuck behind a screen all the time. So you are going to get these people together and some really bad ideas might come out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially when, when, when social media is only censoring one set of bad ideas rather than the other set, that doesn't help either. Mm -hmm. When when you, when you target far right or, you know, far right accounts, I say good, Uh, you know, at least, at least some conservatives or people on the right are, are consistent when it comes to like the banning they're like okay i agree now now do the left oh you can have kathy griffin hold a decapitated head of trump and that's not inciting inciting violence please no that's when we start not trusting you we don't trust the institutions and and everything else and it's going to create tension and chaos
0: yeah that's one of the things i mean you said a couple things that i'd like to dig into unfortunately like we're we don't have as much time as I wanted, but... No, no, it, no, no Don't stress have no. it. I got
1: it, like 45 minutes.
0: You have situations like this where, you know, you have people a, like uh, AOC who condemn the Capitol uh, riots, which everybody condemn. You know, I have not heard a single Republican, anybody on the right that said, oh, this was good or this is what we were trying to get. Everybody condemn it immediately. But you have I rap- want the government
1: to be destroyed, so I'll, I, I won't condemn it. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, right. I'm just trying to get you banned I'm just kidding
0: <laughs> I disagree with this opinion no uh, it, I mean everybody every political leader condemned it but the Democrats are, are repeatedly saying that Republicans wanted this thing and these are the sort of lies that I think are pushed and pushed and pushed and it drives this narrative that in 10 years becomes a fact well, remember when Republicans tried to overthrow the government no Republicans didn't try to overthrow the government, okay? A small handful of people, extremists, tried to go in and invade, and within an hour or two, it's, it's done. But when we compare mm-hmm. that to a year of riots and violence that left politicians were not condemning, they were not saying mm-hmm. anything. For three months, they were silenced while people were dying, being attacked, police officers being injured, police officers being killed. And uh, people like AOC want to con- condemn one but not the other. So she comes mm-hmm. on and says, oh, well, yeah, violence is bad, but if you would stop mistreating these people and this and that, they wouldn't do it. But as long as you keep doing X, they're going to do Y. Like, mm-hmm. So you have these justifications. Well, what if Trump came out or what if any right-wing Dan Crenshaw, what if somebody like this comes out on the right and says, hey, this is wrong, but... If you guys would have taken up these court cases and investigated them properly, then they wouldn't be doing it. But if you keep doing this, then people are going to keep attacking. Yeah, it is. They would accuse the right of promoting. So I don't understand this double standard. I don't think it's fair and it's not realistic. And I think that's why when you have Trump doing stupid stuff, which Trump does plenty of stupid stuff, people on the right are not quick to say, yeah, let's condemn him. Because no one on the left is being condemned for the things that they do. You know, I can go... Mm -hmm example over example of left-wing people saying rhetoric that is what they're considering Trump's call to violence or call to action. Leftists mm-hmm. are much worse than this and no one called it out and said anything wrong about it. I feel like I feel like most leftists
1: there's a scene over at Red Dawn where uh obviously you probably know the movie Um, the North Koreans, I think with this newer video, the North Koreans come in and they take over, you know, up to Spokane or something like that. They take over uh, a certain portion of um, the United States. And so there's a retaliation from, you know, regular U.S. citizens and stuff like that. But there is one character who surrendered essentially and then became a pawn or a soldier for the North Korean army and uh, basically
0: ratted him out. Kids, is that what you're talking about? The what? Was that one of the, one of the fathers of one of the kids that were, I
1: the- I think it was one of the kids. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but the, there was basically someone who just like flipped and went on the other side. I feel like most of these people who uh, again, take uh, value safety or value freedom or excuse me, value, safety over freedom would gladly join that army in a second if, if they were um, basically forced into it. I don't think a lot of these, I think they have such massive numbers of people, very, very, very angry people. And so they're complicit or they, They, they become part of the group because they don't want to fight it. I feel like some of those people are definitely like that they're, they're throwing some very there. It's just kind of a a social warfare. And, and I, I think Republicans or people on the right or people that just want to live their normal lives don't really want to fight back because they're trying to live their lives as well. But at the same time, their freedoms are starting to get encroached upon. It's just, it's very odd. It's like, how do you, I, it just wouldn't surprise me if, if there, there were an actual group of people who actually stood up and did some very nasty things. And I, I'm hoping not because I, I don't like violence. I don't, I don't want anybody to be violent. But it's not going to be surprising if you have the news and if you have basically the whole social online community and everybody else saying you're an evil person you're a white supremacist. You're, you're whatever it is. Black people are becoming white supremacists now, which is really funny.
0: Um, well, Candace but if you, leader of the KKK, if you didn't know.
1: Who? <laughs> Candace. Owen. Oh, Candace. Oh, yeah. No, but but it, it's it's like when, when they start doing it and it, when it starts encroaching on their personal life more and more and more, some people are going to freak out and do things and it, it's not going to be a good thing. And what the sad part is, since you have... A majority of the media that focuses on um you know attacking the right they're just going to twist it in their way saying like oh this is just all republicans fault rather than saying you know why did this happen you know they're they're not trying to look for the root of it they're just seeing everything on its face mm-hmm. rather than diving in deep and um yeah i, I you know, with COVID and, you know, the, the drug issues that we have, you know, in this country, I don't think it's like necessarily too bad, but depression and everything else, like it won't surprise me if someone snaps, it, it, it really well, wouldn't, I mean, the, or just numbers, anybody in the world.
0: The numbers on that are, are obvious. There's a lot of people snapping and it's a different level of snapping, but it's like, you know, suicide, domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Like we're ignoring these numbers and we're calling for lockdowns in certain states where I don't see a lot of statistics or science, you know, the democratic party keeps saying we're the party of science, but they only use science when it helps them when it, when it's going against and they'd say, well, where's Florida sitting and what have they done? You know, Florida, what's mm-hmm. number 26, New York's number two in their intense lockdowns, California doing mm-hmm. horrible with intense lockdowns. It's like, we're just going to ignore the numbers for a mm-hmm. game. And it, it's, uh,
1: I feel like if most people paid attention, no knows it was very very strategic to do the lockdowns and do things to hurt I hurt the president. Just however you could fuck up the economy more and the um the lives of just average citizens mm-hmm. to sway their vote hoping that there's gonna be change on the other side. Probably probably just some numbers. And also, you know, you hear the vaccine was announced. Like a a week after it, or like a couple of days after the election, and it was supposed to be announced like a week before. That could help Trump. Just very
0: odd, you know. It, it's it's very obvious. Like this. it's very it's very obvious what they're doing, and they withhold the announcement that you know this is ready. They withhold mm-hmm. the Biden investigation. Uh, mm-hmm. Even they have it what eight months ahead of time. They they don't go public with it, and they've known about it. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it just yeah,
1: and it, everybody was saying like Trump is a big dumb idiot for claiming that he has his vaccine. There's articles saying that like the chances of Trump having a vaccine zero to none, or you know, it's it, yeah, it wasn't supposed it, to and be supposed then to the summer of
0: yeah. one or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
0: And then suddenly election's over. Oh, by the way, we've got this ready. It should be ready. You know, it'll start dispersing it next month.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. And then the Biden administration says there is no plan when there's clearly a plan. And they say, oh, we're going to hit this number. And that's already the number that the Trump administration was hitting before. So mm. it, it just seems like lie after lie after lie. But if you don't look into it, I would have no way of knowing. If I listen to CNN and that's, oh, in the morning I have 10 minutes and I just flip through the news, I have no idea. Mm. And there's no way for me to know. You know, I don't even use Google anymore because the, the search results are so biased you know i use duckduckgo mm-hmm. and you know i'll flip back to google sometimes if i'm not finding what i want cuz some you know sometimes you want that that left i mm-hmm. want to get both sides and see what they're saying but i can't get anything on the right if i'm looking at google i have to go 3 page 4 page 5 page before i start getting anything mm-hmm. you know, i want anything uh, you know good luck getting anything from like the daily wire on a google search mm-hmm. yeah it
1: it, it- I mean, the Daily Wire is like coming up. You have Fox News, you have OAN. You're they're kind of in their infancy stages when it comes to the news because CNN and MSNBC, uh, CNN and all that stuff, they're they're really old, and so they have a lot more money and power or in influence um, when it comes to that. But they're also very tied with the social media as well too you know they give preferential treatment to them maybe they give you know the same amount for cnn and and fox news but you know the daily wire uh, i know their social media marketing is pretty good but um and oan and you know all that other stuff definitely doesn't have the outreach like what cnn has and msnb msnbc and all that stuff i mean you're talking about six versus one and one being like fox news then you have some sub tier levels of um of the other right, you know, kind of right wing pundits and stuff like that. And what's even funny about like these right wing shows? They have a pretty decent mix of left and right people, and it's really weird. If you actually go on Fox News, there are, I mean, uh, I forgot the woman's name. Now she was like the leader of the DNC. I know she's just kind of like a kind of side spokesperson and stuff like that, but there there are people on there that are more left wing than right, and I guarantee you, there's a lot of liberals that work at Fox News at regular desk jobs that we never see. I guarantee you that.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. As as far as the media goes, it's it's such a rabbit hole. We could go so far down into mm-hmm. it and the bias examples, which, you know, I would like to do an episode on that, just breaking down, you know, here's what they said, here's the reality Mm -hmm. and just break them down. Cause every single outlet I, I really don't trust, um, to the point where anything that I hear, you know, I will not repeat it until I look at second, third or fourth source, some source Mm -hmm. that I I trust. And so it's just difficult. I don't have the time. I have a full-time job. So, Mm -hmm. for me doing that someone that knows that I'm being lied to I just don't have the time to check what the lie is all the time so it's quite difficult but um, I do want to get into this other thing Uh, how much time do you have left
1: Uh, 35 minutes or so
0: okay so not a ton of time but I do want to get into this let's take like a like a 30 second break okay Mm -hmm. are you ready captain I'm ready all right so I wanted to get into this uh article from Time magazine, the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Oh? I, I
1: think you're gonna I, I think you're going to like uh my opinion on it because I'm a marketer. So I go ahead. Just you <laughs> know.
0: Okay. So you know, I wanted to write out a nice script, a great article to lay on you and whatnot, but obviously I can't do it to you because you you know about this already. But It would be great to write an article that talked about how Trump went around. He pressured states to change laws through aggressive tactics and threatening them Mm -hmm. and using his power, his political power, to give them incentives to force them to make changes to the game so that the rules fit what he wanted so that he could be more likely to win. If mm-hmm. you wrote an article about that, Trump, we'd have another impeachment going.
1: He'd have a nine 11 commission
0: going. It, it would, it would be insane. So mm-hmm. if he went to social media, he went to governors, he said, you need to change these laws. He went against state constitutions, social media, had them hire companies on the right, to fact-check left-wing articles and tell them mm-hmm. that they're false even when the evidence is proven that these articles are true mm-hmm. and cut out anything that is talking about uh you know anything that's disputed basically news any uh mm-hmm. any report that maybe is not 100% factual yet but there's evidence to support this mm-hmm. you know, this leads to this and then just throw it out. Anything against him. Let's throw it out. What, what mm-hmm. happened to him? What, what would be the narrative running around? Oh, I mean, it's just going to be another... Uh, Pretty obvious. Uh, right? who,
1: who, yeah, who, who's the guy who invest, investigated him? Um,
0: Which one? Oh, I mean, there's been four years of investigation, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, who was the main guy? Um, uh, I forgot his name. Struck? Uh, no, no, no 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 the guy who is investigating there'd just be another one of him i can't think of his name uh, on top of my head yeah. the, the the main guy who was running the independent in- investigation for the russia thing i forgot his name you know who i'm talking about i know what i'm talking about i, I can't Anyways, remember. there there would just be another thing like that but ien Ra- i don't know if are you much of a fan or do you know much about Ayn rand no i don't
0: you want to take him Ayn like-
1: rand uh, she she wrote a book called Atlas Shrugged. She also wrote The Fountainhead. She's written a lot of politically motivated books. She escaped um, the Soviet Union and she is uh, basically in some aspects developed her own form of philosophy called objectivism. And it, basically any question you would ask her all kind of wrapped around the same thing that to have a free society if you had a free society without any business entanglements with government then people would be much more prosperous essentially i mean i just wrapped that up in like three sentences but i feel like it's sometimes kind of inevitable to um get businesses or businesses will kind of wrap up with government a little bit just to, based on our structure but and i know this law would like never pass or something like that but i i honestly feel like um if if it's shown that there's any business doing or any business doings between a business and a government official or just the the government i uh, they the company sh- should automatically sh- be shut down and all their assets seized because it's basically picking winners and losers by that. They, no government, no business and government should be entangled. The, the, the responsibility
0: that kind of of entangles it anyway, though, if you're, if you're giving the government the power to shut down a business, that's like
1: i i I just threw something out i maybe maybe they should be hung i don't know i'm just saying that (laughs) i i'm just saying that there needs to be some severe consequence for the government and the business the government official and the and the business tying together and doing it because they're it it creates things like this. And am I surprised this happened? No, not at all. I saw it coming from a mile away. It was very obvious and it's, it's in their best interest. I mean, they're just a business person. And if they know they could squeeze out a few more million dollars, or if they could have some added laws in the future to, to their benefit for their contribution for taking Trump down, why wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, in, in a sad sense, it's in their best best interest, even if it may be immoral. I mean, I think I, I don't think all business um, people owners are immoral. I think there's a lot of great ones out there, but I, I believe every government official is immoral. And once they start tangling up with them, it just bad things just happen and that's why they get winners and losers when it comes to it, there, there is no free market when you have government tied to it what's free about, what's free about that because if you had a free and fair game between all these competitors there'd be much more amazons there would be much more Microsoft's. there would be much more you know whatever it is boeings and things like that all of them are tied in with the government even facebook is they're selling the data and it's very obvious so it's, it, it could be a whole different aspects of people influencing them, you know, big, big dogs going to the small dogs, telling them what to do and how to run. You have a big umbrella company telling all their six companies to do things. You have people tied in with government officials uh, saying, Hey, we've been doing all this for you. You need to do this. It, you know, there's a million things, the media. I I, I mean, it, it it's basically state ran at this point. I mean, I feel like most of it is just like, state run i mean it's it's not anything different from pravda if you know what pravda is it was just one of their publications that they had in russia during the soviet er- the soviet era is um,
0: a government publication
1: yeah it was basically like yeah that's basically what it was pravda which means truth which is very ironic because it was for this thing from the truth
0: oh, but it sounds like something biden wanted the, the, the truth czar did you hear about this
1: uh i i know about the truth commission by aoc is that what you're talking about
0: i mean they might be the same thing maybe they overlap i'm not sure but biden was talking about maybe czar isn't the right word maybe that was like the the comical version of what it was but but uh -hmm. determine what is truth and you're gonna have yeah biden the the people with biden like running this it's it's how about when biden's out and you get another person like trump in would they want trump running the truth commission mm-hmm. like things are sort of like this I, are difficult or it, it's just crazy to me you'd put a government in charge of anything like this
1: well i think one of the most irresponsible things speaking from a marketing sense or, or pr stance when it comes to the right side of politics is they're very bad at communicating because They are just telling our side, the right side, hey, they're taking away our First Amendment rights. They're taking away our Second Amendment rights, you know, whatever their spiel is. They need to speak to the whole country and they need to flip it and say, I mean, basically what you're saying, what if another Trump that you despise so much came in and had this power? Mm -hmm. Why would you want this? So I, and so yeah, put, putting on the other shoe, flipping it, whatever you want to call it, but also speaking to the whole public because they, one, one idiotic thing that they do is that they don't go to California. They don't go to these very deep blue States because just because you go to a state, it doesn't mean you're just going to flip maybe some votes in that state, but conversation is spreads like crazy. Maybe they talk to their aunt and have a serious conversation down in New Jersey and you know, things like that. So they just like to target the battleground States and then they're done. And, And I get it to a sense. Yeah. You want to strategize and you want to put more emphasis on it, but having a full approach by just having outreach everywhere instead of just in Kansas uh, Florida, Texas, you know, what, whatever else it's not good. And if you want to win, you want to go everywhere to every, um, uh, demographic male, female, Mexican, black, white, you want, you want to have this outreach. And I think, you know, when he had Trump actually get something like 12 or 14% of the black vote, it, he, he, he's beaten most Republicans. Yeah, I, well, when, I when it came that, to that
0: of Republican presidents, he had the highest uh, black vote of any any Republican that's ran. That's good. So I, and, 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 I and there needs to be more of
1: it. But what I think is they're, they're just going to go back to normal and they might they're going to probably lose in 2022.
0: Yeah, it's just it's weird to me that this racist bigot manages to get more black vote than any other Republican president in history. Mm-hmm. but nobody's stepping back and saying, okay, well, why is that? There must be a reason. Is it because he's lying and tricking people or is it because there's truth happening somewhere? Is there a foundation? Like, what is the purpose? There must be a purpose. And I don't think that it's a bunch of stupid people that are just being tricked into following him. Cause that sounds pretty racist to me. If you're going to say all these black people voting for him are stupid, cause that's mm-hmm. obviously not the case. You know, Candace yeah. Owens, you know, uh ben carson these people are very intelligent and they may not agree with everything that trump does but if you actually listen to them and you don't say oh you're a race traitor you're an uncle tom Mm -hmm. that's far more racist than you know anything else that i hear republicans saying yeah so
1: yeah um uh there's this one woman i forgot what her name is she's she's not really liked by the left at all um that woman? She, adios, adios, America. She wrote that book. Um, tall, skinny, white woman, blonde, very blonde woman. Um, ah, I forgot her name, but yeah, she she said something, and I think I I kind of agree with uh, most of it. But she said we need we need Trumpism without Trump, mm-hmm. and I. And you know, you might disagree. And again, I, I have just a very dark view on almost any polit- almost all politicians. But um, I, I, I think Trump was just kind of way over in over his head when it came to a lot, especially with the PR. I think he was very dumb when he came to a lot of things. I was rooting for him the whole time. You know, I, I wanted to see some kind of good change. And I know he did some, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disparaging like what he has done. I feel like he definitely could have done a lot more. I think it, a lot of people say they like the bombastity, they like him just being kind of a a bull in a china shop or whatever. But I think if he was more silent and effective, I feel like he would have won. I feel like if he—that's just my opinion. If he—if he was a little bit more, you know, going on Twitter and just not being so heavy. I guess with the words he was saying, being, but being just quaint to the point and and kind of used it a little bit more responsibility or responsibly it, that could have helped him out more. I I don't know. There there's kind of a, a lot of things. Again, I wanted him to win last time. I, I really did. I, I felt like you know given another four years there there could have been. I felt like he was going to pull out some big guns in the next four years, and I think that's what Democrats were very scared about. Because he knew he won his second term, he has nothing to worry about. So I think he was just going to go gun ho and just try and get as much as what he wanted done.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: very, uh, yeah. I I don't know what kind of influence he had. You know, it's hard for me to say. Maybe, maybe they had his family just held up hostage and they just said, just go out quietly, quietly, and we'll leave you alone. And so I don't know, man. You know, there there could be a lot of theories like behind it and stuff like that. But it just seemed like he just kind of, maybe he was just burnt out, you know, getting attacked like that for four years really sucks. I could attack. I yeah. could get attacked by my girlfriend for an hour and I'm worn out for the day.
0: <laughs> when you get uh kicked off all platforms though, I mean, it kind of makes it difficult to have your voice heard. And if you compare the reasons he's kicked off compared to what other leaders on the left have said, Mm-hmm. I, I see no difference, and in many cases, I, I I see a that he did a lot less than what they've done. So, you know, when yeah, AOC, yeah, no, I I don't I, I mean when AOC gets kicked off of social media for saying that ICE facilities are concentration camps, and then it led an extremist to firebomb and attack just
1: down Tacoma, in, thirty AOC, minutes away from me,
0: who quoted her that he was attacking concentration camps and then Antifa celebrated his actions when she is kicked off of social media, then I'll start considering that go fight for our country peacefully and patriotically. Then I'll consider that as Mm -hmm. inciting, but yeah, uh, I I mean, it's such a double standard that it's kind of baffling to me. That's kind of why I want to do this. I want to talk to regular people that are not politicians with skin in the game. Because I just mm-hmm. don't think they're honest. I think they're blatantly lying. They know that they have these catchphrases, the, these these phrases that they say, these things that get headlines, um, and they can do it on social media and not have to answer any real questions. There's a reason mm-hmm. AOT doesn't want to debate Ben Shapiro, and there's a reason she called him a sexist whatever uh, mm-hmm. when he – when something he's catcalling or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat <clears calling> that, hey, if you want to talk about this, you're invited on my show or I'll come talk with you, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, accuses him of being a sexist, catcalling, this and that. Well, maybe it's very
1: I- impressive the amount of likes and retweets that she gets, too. That's another thing that's very crazy. And I've been kind of doing my research a little bit on it just because uh, when I have my marketing tools and stuff. I have a slight feeling that she is definitely buying um, followers and likes, not followers as much, but definitely likes likes are harder to track than actual um, uh, followers because you could audit followers, but um, maybe I just haven't discovered the tool yet, but I feel like she's buying a lot more likes and everything else. And once that kind of amplifies her to get her trending, then you kind of get more organic followers. So um yeah there's just this kind of raindrop method or uh yeah this this raindrop or I forgot like just basically drips you know you get another 5000 likes 5000 likes you know every like few minutes so it the algorithms can't suspect it or something like that I I I don't I it, it's just kind of a theory I'm going on because I've just seen kind of things but um I have a feeling she's not as popular as what i think but i feel like it's being manipulated that way
0: yeah i don't i don't know about that because <clears throat> i I just don't have any knowledge about that subject mm-hmm. but i i honestly wouldn't be surprised if she was because if i just erase all of the knowledge that i've gathered over the last five six years seven years or so and and i just don't know and then you have this extreme person in the media that they're always saying this and that about, you know, Trump become, becomes like a national super hated superstar, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And you start paying attention to all the stuff against him. She has been a mm-hmm. person who stands out against him. And so <clears throat> constantly does these things where she can sit on a YouTube, like a, like a flat earth person and say this and that and that. And it sounds good. I've, have you mm-hmm. ever seen a flat earth uh, on YouTube before? I listen to it. A long time. You know, no, but I've listened to other crazy things, but not yeah, really. Some crazy things, and if you don't have any knowledge about what they're talking about, it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, maybe the Earth mm-hmm. would be flat. Obviously, <clears throat> I know <laughs> that the Earth is round. That actually, but that actually reminds true. me. Of... When I'm oh, sorry, when go when ahead. When no one's arguing against you, and no one can stop you and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa," that's that's just simply not true. Mm. You can get away with a lot and you sound really smart. You sound good. And I think she does this, but I can listen to any one of her things while she's talking. And if I'm allowed to interrupt her, there's numerous things she says that just aren't true or they're out of context or she's taking Mm -hmm. half of the argument. It's it's, yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised. No one's looking into her. So she just gets followers. Then they just retweet or they share the stuff that she's doing and it just grows Mm -hmm. and grows
1: yeah i i it's funny you say that because there was a youtube video there was some video i watched i don't even know if what it was on anymore but um i watched something that was just very far left and this is just kind of when my interest in politics like even came in and it was extremely far left i'm just like to today's standards i mean jesus christ i i i'd be marching for the uh I don't even know. I'd be marching for the Democratic Republic of North Korea at this point. It was just kind of crazy the things that they were like saying. Um, and I think my might have been my dad or uh, maybe some of my other Republican friends like pushed back on me. And I don't know if this is just a personality trait, or you know, I'm trying to like think of like what it stems because for me, I I. I challenged those ideas that I heard. I got pushed back. I went back and kind of pushed more. And so it was this back and forth. And I I would always say, okay, you know what? I'm going to look this up a little bit more. I think you're lying. I think you're wrong, but yeah, I'm going to go look it up. And so I want to say part of it is a personality because a lot of people will just be like, shut up. Or, you know, they kind of just go like this, shut up, you bigot. Or, you know, just whatever else. But I'm trying to see it because they're kind of immune to that pushback. They're, they're not like us that will go back and go verify and validate and do some like deep research that, you know, again, a lot of people want to be comfortable as well. They, they take the easy route. They take the easier route rather than the harder route. I mean, you know, that's why a lot of them don't become business people or, or anything else. And so, when they um, see everything just at its face, they're like, "Okay, that's it. That's fine." And if anybody push back, they're like, "Shut up!" At CNN, they, they're, they're smarter than you, or you know, whatever it is.
0: Well, it's way <clears throat> easier to be in a room of people that agree with you than disagree. I can't even count the amount of times that I, I've been in a situation where I have an opinion that people disagree with, and most of the time, I sit there silent because I'm I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to get in an argument, especially in a fun environment. But they just yeah. they out out things that are. It's a CNN headline that they clearly mm-hmm. did not look. <clears> into. They just say, "Oh well, Trump blah 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 blah," and I'm thinking, "Okay, technically, what you're saying is like maybe 40 percent true. Mm-hmm. He did say that one thing, but you're forgetting what he said right before and what he said right after. You mm-hmm. know, it's like let's go fight." And it's and and you know, they say, Well, let's go punch these people in the face. Well, fighting is punching people in the face. Okay, well, how about the context of the situation? What about right after when he says let's go peacefully and patriotically, have our voices mm-hmm. heard? You know, it's little things like this. And when you get in a room of people that agree with you, it feels so much nicer to just be able to express yourself and 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 mm-hmm. say what you feel is is true to where you're in a room of Hostile people that you know if you say one word, four people yell at you. So it's you just. Sit well, there. Uh, it,
1: the thing the thing is, you it doesn't even matter what side of like ideology that they're in. I I was really good at doing this, just kind of periodically for like the past five years or so. But I only invite people in that are you know, just kind of like you and me, people like you could, you know, be liberal or, you know, anything else, but no one's ever very uncomfortable or uh, they could express themselves and they know they could have just like a level headed conversation because I usually will, I kind of have a, uh, a filter when I meet new people, I normally will say something just very offensive, but of course in my own funny way, and immediately if they're just way too pissed off to the point where they can't even you could see the reaction knowing how how fun they are and how open-minded they are. Mm-hmm. And and that that's kind of usually the start and then I'll just say maybe something really politically incendiary, maybe twist it up with a joke or something like that. If they can handle that, I I don't know why I would want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's it, sometimes it's just a lost cause and you just don't have the energy. I mean, shit, you know, we're over 30 years old and stuff. Like, we're not old, but we're not young as well. And I don't want to waste my life, like, trying to please people that think I'm just, like, evil for believing just certain things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to just walk away and let them suffer on for themselves. And a lot of people are like that. Not all, but I feel like a general population, even left and right, you know, they just... It, they see a Republican, they'll vote for it. They see a liberal, they'll vote for it. I mean, it's and, and they don't they don't have any meaning behind their cause. They're just kind of they kind of joke around like the NPC thing. But I feel like there it there are, is some truth to just these non-player characters of life mm-hmm. that can't critically think of or just have just a natural or like a normal conversation and and do things. I don't want those people in my life that that can't be like that. And so yeah i mean sure they're in the room sometimes but like i have just this close set of friends that i just love and i love to be around and so i never really run into those issues now they're friends of friends i mean they're at a house one time i don't like them whatever and stuff like that but yeah usually their friends have level headed mindsets as well too so it's kind of a win-win so Mm -hmm. i don't know i just I think it's just bad introducing those people in their life. I feel like they are toxic in a sense.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have people in your life that are not capable of a conversation without getting angry to me, more than anything, it just points out like flaws in their personality and in their arguments because there's nothing that someone can say politically that is going to make me start yelling at them or get, get me angry. There was a, there was a funny thing
1: hold on I'll, I just had to interrupt you. There was a funny thing I saw on Twitter and it was a huge trend where they would go back uh girls saying I fucking hate Trump or you know just like whatever it is and someone would just reply how is your relationship with your father and then she she would say like oh he left or I fucking hate my father and then it was just this meme of all these women that hate their fathers We'll just naturally like hate Trump or something like that. This funny correlation.
0: (laughs) There is zero correlation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, situation like that where people have these triggers, and it's uh, Mm -hmm. you say something that they that they find false, and uh, they just explode. They're not capable of breaking it down logically and discussing their their view or why they think it or why i disagree with it Mm -hmm. so uh in a lot of these situations it's it's kind of pointless to talk about because people get angry and Mm -hmm. they can handle hearings like opposition it's 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 kind of like the less religious people get the more engrossed into like their political ideology they become and i don't have any numbers to support this i don't have any way to prove this having
1: you you just have more faith in
0: the state than you do in god it, it just yeah. It it seems like they replace their you know what's that some show or cartoon something they talk about having a a god hole. oh all, always sunny in Philadelphia. You must yeah you know this right? Dennis yeah. talks about a god hole, and he's like because he doesn't believe in God so he has this hole he has to fill with something else and he fills it with like up uh, uh, yeah. with chicks or something like that something <laughs> oh, I <can't> yeah <laughs> yeah. Have this hole in their life where they don't have an affiliation to a group where they feel community. And they fill it up mm-hmm. with political activism to where anything mm-hmm. contradicts that belief. They cannot have it, handle it. They can't sit and discuss it because if they agree or they say, Oh, I guess, you know, this, this, and that, that I thought was racist. Actually, maybe that's just a same opinion that Obama had about immigration. If they accept that idea, mm-hmm. they're accepting that their ID, their uh, like ideological, like foundation is wrong. Mm-hmm. That Oh, you know, Obama wanted immigration because of this and that, but he didn't really enforce that much. Mm-hmm. But Trump wanted it. Mm-hmm. But then you actually look at the numbers, and you are like, mm, okay. Well, um, the same stuff Trump said.
1: Well, if you if you just look at the um, the the religiousless countries, I mean, just name a, a country with no religion and tell me how they're doing. North Korea, China. <laughs> I mean, I mean no seriously and and think about the immoralities that they pull and the justification to get do it because their god is the state not not god yeah so but, when yeah. you have when you have uh, okay i'm not going to talk about china but um i'll just go to north korea I, I, but but is he, that fair enough
0: yeah the people in north korea though i it's a bit different because they're completely controlled to a sense that they don't have the ability to think outside of what they know, because you just don't know what you don't know. Okay, explain so the Uyghurs then. People, in, hmm, I'm not going to get. Got into you that. there. No, but well, I'm not,
1: I'm not getting there. But I'm just saying that they. But yeah, you think those people are thinking much?
0: Well, I can't go into that topic. So much. okay,
1: I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, sorry. We have censorship here. <laughs> Look, yeah. Uh, okay. But, but there's a difference between a, an American citizen and a North Korean citizen who has been fed something their whole life. And they whether they believe that their leader is the, the greatest and the God on earth it doesn't matter. They don't have the ability to find out anything different to where an American citizen does have the ability to find out something different. But they choose not to. They get mad at someone that brings out something different. It's like uh, what was that Plato's Allegory in the Cave. Do you know about this?
1: Yes, yes. I know. Yeah, it's actually, I know story very well. You know,
0: for anyone that doesn't know it's these people, they're they're tied up. One person basically they they're tied up. There's a fire behind them. There's a wall with shadows. And they just see mm-hmm. the shadows going all the time. But then eventually one person gets free. They basically think the world is are these shadows going by. And he gets out of the cave and he goes out and sees this magnificent world and all the great things. And he comes back to the cave and says, Oh, I need to free these people. I need to let them know the truth. And he informs them of the truth. And they don't want to hear it. They're getting angry. They're killing him a Yeah, lie. they got mad at him. They're mm-hmm. so sucked into their world that they don't want to know what's behind them. They don't actually care. Does he die tr- at the end? I can't I can remember. Do they kill
1: him? I forgot if they kill him or not. I mean, there's a lot of those types of stories out there, but yeah.
0: So it, it's just similar to that. And, and that's what I see going on. It's like mm-hmm. religion has been replaced with... A political ideology that doesn't necessarily matter about evidence at this point. It's your party says this and it must be true. They wouldn't lie to me. But if you look mm-hmm. up anything, if you can find one lie, then it opens the door. If they lied about this, would they lie about that? Okay, well, let's mm-hmm. check that. And you just keep going and going. And this isn't left or this isn't right. This happens on both sides. This happens in the media. I think the media is the worst and the most egregious of all. But You find one and it just opens the door to the next one. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that you
1: want to talk about capitalism and the tie, the tying of government, the news is a very, very good example. Obviously there needs to be some tie with the government, but when it comes to power and influence.
0: Yeah. I think there's a huge problem with the the media in the U S and I don't know how to fix it. You know, I'm maybe a bystander sitting here complaining about something that I don't have a solution for, but Mm -hmm. I mean the only solution that I have is government intervention and I'm completely against government intervention because yeah maybe for the first 10 years it works great but eventually someone's going to get in control of something somewhere and that's going to skew and then you got fact checkers Mm -hmm. saying well that's true and that's not true when you can find out that the exact same thing that they're saying is not true is a clear fact. Like, or it, have you seen that, that meme? If fact checkers uh, existed in the 1700s or something, it's like the they have the the British are coming. Fact yeah, 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 false. Not all the British are coming, <laughs> or only some. yeah, or
1: just uh, read on how the British um, uh, um, have a very good um, universal healthcare system or something like that
0: yeah it's like all right hey you got you got five minutes all right well okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna end up uh cutting this out unfortunately we didn't get to that secret history of the shadow campaign to save the 2020 election i think we'll have to get into that
1: yeah we we Um, could go back to it we could do another episode that's fine
0: i mean we started into it but everything unfortunately everything is just so connected that you know we just end up going down a rabbit hole i think Mm. and uh pick this up it's the best way to do it honestly yeah, I because I, you know I wanted to get to this, but uh, I I didn't want to cut us off in the middle of a conversation, and and even there's a lot of stuff that we talked about that, you know I wanted to go down with, but I, I know we're on a time constraint, so mm-hmm. in the future yeah we well, yeah we could
1: we could definitely pick this up again. Are you gonna give me my shout outs now?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, oh my god, go listen to my podcast, The Long Lost Explorer, where I talk to other people from other different countries. I even talked to this dingus over here too which was pretty fun. And I have a marketing company, Blue Ocean HQ. I do websites, SEO, Google management, pay-per-clicks, all that stuff. Uh, I'm making my website right now. Unfortunately, I've been so busy with my clients, but you can email me at spencer at blueoceanhq.com and we can definitely talk about your company's marketing. Thank
0: you. All righty. Thanks, Mr. Spencer.
1: Thank All you, time. Mr. Brent. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick this up again.
0: Yeah, we need to go through this article, because actually that's the whole point of what I wanted to get to today, but uh, there's just too much. <laughs> I to, ruined it. Yeah, you know, the, well, there's just, there's just too much to get through, because, you know, on the first one, there's so much, you know, stuff to cover from the background that uh, by the time we get to this, it's, you know, it is. Uh, it.
1: Can, can you, can you tomorrow?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, we can do, we can do same time to tomorrow. Cup. Whenever I, I get done with it. my super sweet gym stuff, I'll get to that. All right,
1: I'm gonna go play soccer. All right, thanks. All right. Talk. Talk. See you later, talk. man. See ya. Thanks, man. See ya. Good yeah, dude